Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games, brought to you by Oh Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the slightly congested head boy of Oh Rock Studios. And I'm uh, Michael Gray, the slightly congealed uh, head writer for <laughs> Oh Rock Studios. Gross. Does that no. mean something disgusting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that's like like a, a liquid that's gone solid, like a congealed mass? Like, oh, candy ew, that's, been that's gross. Out. No, you're, you're you're a bunch of gumballs left on the counter. That's what you're saying. You are. Oh, oh this, this is, is why terrible. I should not be the head writer. I don't know what <laughs> languages are. I don't. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. This was a mistake. Uh, so how's it going, Michael? How you doing? Uh, it's not going so well today. Yeah. <laughs> Today's oh. been kind of a weird day, but um, interesting things have been happening in the, the world of, well, my world, I guess. <laughs> Can I call it my world? Makes <laughs> Michael's it, world. Makes it sound yeah. like Elmo's world or, or <laughs> some some TV show like that. Uh, I, was think- I was thinking Bobby's world. You ever watch that cartoon? No. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, so I've been following on uh, Twitter. You've been having some problems with your YouTube channel lately. Yeah, so um, I don't know if I want to go into this. I don't know what this has to do with game development, but I can bring it back in. I can bring it around. I can bring it yeah. around. So, okay. uh, you know, I did a walkthrough for your game, uh, the awesome, uh, the Awkward Steve duology. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's fine. The awesome game, the Awkward Steve duology. Awesome Steve and uh, Rad Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I did a, a, a video walkthrough for that, and all of those videos got flagged as inappropriate content, not uh, appropriate for all advertisers. <laughs> Therefore, um, the videos could be running with limited or no ads. Because it's not which suitable is, which for is all advertisers. Completely absurd. There, there's no adult content in those games whatsoever. There's a shower scene where he doesn't even get into the shower. Like that's about he keeps all of his clothes on and does not step foot into the shower. I think that's the raciest thing in the entire game. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the first video's gotten 742 views, and I've requested a, a, a review. So they they say you need to have a thousand views in order for them to do a manual. A thousand views in a week in order for them to do a manual review. Otherwise, you're just going to leave it as, you know, limited ads. And you just have to put up with that. Yeah, like, this seems not great. This seems like it's going to cause a problem not just for your, you know, income, but for YouTubers everywhere. Like, you were just telling me before we started recording that uh, one of your Nancy Drew games got flagged. Oh, yeah. Because, got... because it's too scary? Like what? <laughs> the game is rated E now. In its defense, the the you know the start of, I guess what do you call? It? Again, I'm bad with languages. Whatever the chaser is, whatever the opening cliffhanger is for the game. Yeah, sure. The opening scene. It's like here's Germany 500 years ago, and it's a scene of this you know woman getting chased by a monster and, and being kidnapped. And then, and then it cuts to modern day where Nancy has to solve the mystery. You know, going up against this legendary mm-hmm. monster. And stuff like that, and so somebody's like, "Yeah, it could be too scary." The game is rated E E ten, so I mean, it's not like it's T for teen or anything. But still, if yeah. if any video game that you know is mildly scary is getting marked as inappropriate, that's that's a problem. I feel like this is going to cause some major problems for uh, YouTubers. Like there are YouTubers whose entire thing is playing scary games and being scared by them. Like that's their entire business model. Like. This is bad. This is going to be very problematic for a lot of people, I feel like. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I've sometimes yeah. delved into that, um, but I don't get scared by scary games, I guess. I don't get... <laughs> I, I'm not trying to say I'm brave. I, I'm just saying, I, you know, I don't get drawn into uh, video games, I guess, uh, uh, on that particular level. What about uh, what about jump scares? Do those do it for you? Yeah, those are awful. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, I've just developed, I just overreact on purpose for comedic effect, I think is what I'm trying to say. Sure. I think that's, that's what the people like. That's what they want. That's why they watch those kind of Let's Plays, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, jump scares are the, the worst. <laughs> anyway, I'm checking the awkward Steve. So the weird thing yes. is that, you know, uh, you know, every single video has been flagged as inappropriate. <laughs> and so why? every single video, every single video, <laughs> but, um... 
YouTube I bet keeps... The, I bet YouTube, YouTube just didn't like your accent. I think that's what it is. They just did not like my uh, faux whatever accent I did that yeah. in. But, uh, yeah, all the videos marked as inappropriate, but uh, they keep... They keep marking and unmarking them, if that makes sense. So, like, currently, it's videos 1, 3, and 4 are the ones that are marked as inappropriate. Um, okay. You know, like, on Tuesday, it would have been just video 3. So, and, you know, it started off with all these videos. So, I don't know what their criteria is, or, you know... YouTube, what are you doing? Or if it's just working out glitches in the system, but... Some videos have disappeared from the list, and then other pe- other videos have reappeared on the list. <laughs> so. Is it is it possible there's some sort of sort of like Argolfump troll out there just marking all of your videos as as not good for advertisers? As yeah. I guess, is there a way to like mark videos as not good for advertising? <sighs> I mean, I guess maybe Let me not that pull exactly. Up but a like, video, yeah, yeah, flagging them, flagging the videos as inappropriate in some way, but like. Your your YouTube channel is like the most innocuous YouTube channel there is. Like you play Nancy Drew games. Like who's gonna who's gonna go to that much trouble to attack you? Like that doesn't that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, I, you know I play Nancy Drew games and I play all those casual hidden objects <laughs> yeah. adventure games, which are aimed at soccer moms. And I guess now that I'm a stay at home dad, I am the target audience now. <laughs> Oh, you're the so- do your kids play soccer yet, or your stepdaughter play soccer? Uh, she does not. She uh, oh. she it, we had to try a bunch of different sports. I think gymnastics and swimming are are, are the ones uh, she likes, okay. and I guess those are the ones where, unlike soccer and baseball, they're less team sports. Obviously, mm-hmm. swimming is a team sport, but I mean, she's surprised to hear that people consider gymnastics to be a sport. But you're, you're, so you're a swim dad. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this, this whole YouTube thing is, is pretty not great. Um, I hope it doesn't cause too many problems for you guys. Uh, I hope, I hope, yeah, like you're saying, it's just YouTube kind of glitching out and, you know, working out the kinks in their system. And this isn't just like what it's going to be like going forward because it seems like it could kind of ruin YouTube. Like if your videos are getting marked is what I'm saying. Like, I can only imagine literally every video on YouTube is getting marked. Then <laughs> there is no advertising revenue coming in for anybody. Yeah, but, um, you know, that's why I'm trying to look into other, uh, um, I guess, revenue sources, which I'll, sure. I'll just transition. Um, uh, gosh, can I say the... Well, anyway, I'm applying for a writing job. I, I think you probably mm-hmm. know the place that I'm sending it to. Is it okay for me to say who I'm uh, applying it's, to? It's entirely... I mean, it was a it was a public application process, so... I mean, I don't think that's a that's, that's too big of a deal. Okay, well, I do know sometimes you can't say, you know, who it is yeah. that you're working uh, for, but you sign have contracts. No, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I... As a rule, I just don't mention names of, of, of yeah, companies I'm actively working for, but that's usually not a legal thing as much as it is a me being uncomfortable talking about it thing uh so it's entirely up to you yeah i mean yeah you you applied for a for a writing position at a at a company that produces interactive fiction we can put it that way yeah uh, a pretty bit a pretty big company in the field too okay yeah and it's interesting because you know i thought i mean this was before doing um O-Rock studios i guess you know mm-hmm. i tried writing something for them back uh actually diana gray a um former I guess she's a current game cola writer, actually. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then uh, she's a Old Rock Studios collaborator. Mm-hmm. So this would yeah. be uh, my computer saying it's around 2014 when um, she and I were trying to uh, figure out how we could do a Pride and Prejudice, uh, I guess, dating sim script. And we kind of outlined uh, how it would work and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, at the time, I thought I would pitch the game to the company, but nothing really came of that. Uh, we made the mm-hmm. demo. It was fun. Some people got offended. and uh, <laughs> Offended? What did you do? Uh, the first decision of the game was what you, you get to choose whether you're male or female, but because it's a demo, we didn't have the male uh, storyline um, okay, yeah. done at all. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, well, sorry, we don't actually have the male storyline. Just pretend you got turned into a female. <laughs> Oops. And people thought I was making fun of, uh, you know, being transphobic or something oh, like that. No, which was... you were... no, you were just being lazy. <laughs> That's clearly different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, no, You're actually, off. yeah. So the intended male storyline is totally different mm-hmm. from the the, the female yeah. storyline. Anyway, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like you were going to invent that entirely. You just hadn't created that part for the demo yet. So yeah. So a- anyway, so some people got yeah. offended by that. I, I don't think that had anything to do with the the project going down in flames. <laughs> now that I've actually got you know been working for um uh Orock Studios and I've actually got like a resume of games that I've written and yeah. things I've worked for, I guess I look a little bit more impressive when when I apply. Good, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. You should be taking advantage of this. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so I uh I uh, I've applied for uh, uh you know a writing position um and let's see. There was a couple of steps, so uh, I mean, step number one is just writing a resume or a, a curriculum vitae, I think is what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually with these jobs, what they want you to do is presume a uh, portfolio is not unheard of in, um, uh, you know, when you're applying for a job like this. I think that's more mm-hmm. common with artwork, but uh, also if you're a writer, you probably have to present a portfolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have to present portfolios when you're applying for a... Um, a copy uh, editing job? Uh, it depends on the job. Like, a lot of times it's really just me, like, playing a game that I noticed has a lot of typos in, but I really enjoy the game, and then getting in touch with them <laughs> and just, like, sending them a cover letter and, and, you know, just a quick rundown of my qualifications, not even, like, a full-out resume. Just, like, this is what I can do. I really like your stuff. Can I help you? What I've done is a lot more, like, cold calling than it is, like, applying to a position that exists. Yeah, because, you know, I, I was applying in response to, like, an open ad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, gosh, you've got to... I've got to do something like that for uh, ERS games. I love their video games, but, you know, every yeah. now and then there's... <laughs> I can tell you guys translated from Russian. Uh... <laughs> no, really, like, you actually... I mean, you absolutely should. It, it really, like, it, it can't hurt. I mean, you know, you, you miss all the shots you don't take, right? Like, I really, like, my... Um, one of my biggest clients right now, some a company I've worked with for years and years and years, like that's literally how I got involved with them was me just emailing them out of the blue and saying, hey, I've noticed you have this void. Can I fill that void for you? And them saying, okay, let's try it out. But it's a very, very different uh, path than you're taking with uh, this company here. Yeah. So getting back to yeah. this. So um, mm-hmm. let me see what I have to do. Uh, I guess I wanted a writing sample. Uh, I said three to five pages, um, which is similar to having your uh, portfolio. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I just did not know what to do. So it was down to like three or so things. Um, I had, uh, I was going to send like the first five pages of uh, the Pizza Delivery Boy You Save the World. Oh, sure. But also, um, a game that we've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, I think, is uh, Love on the Oregon Trail. So, uh,. <laughs> You know, Love on the Oregon Trail. Basically, I, I just like the name, and so we've kind of dinkered around with, uh, you know, possible storylines and possible scripts. I think you wanted it to be like... Yeah, we, we had talked on the podcast about... Uh, oh, crap. Procedural what, what generation. That's it. Yeah, we talked we talked on the podcast before about how to make a procedurally generated visual novel. So you're uh, you're adapting this uh, this idea for, for this I'm job. not at all touching the idea of a procedurally generated yeah. thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's not the type of game they're making, but, like, the, sto- the storylines you had been working on. Yeah, yeah. but so I'd, I'd work, I thought about the procedural generation stuff for three minutes and then got confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I could do a procedural generation for Sweet Valley High, but not not Love on the Oregon Trail. Oh, okay. But yeah, with Love on the Oregon Trail, I got a, a couple storylines that I, I I had in mind. Um, let's see, uh, let's see, I had a a detective storyline, which I don't think I wrote anything. Gosh, I. <laughs> The thing is that, you know, I, I, I made a list of what scenes were or which places they would be. So I took, like, you know, the original uh, Oregon Trail game and just, you know, here's a list of the spots on the Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of ran, you know, ran the list through a randomizer. Each story had five chapters, and each chapter takes place at a different one of those locations. And so I, I have that as my outline here. So, um mm-hmm. Honestly, for the French Canadian hunter, it, it, it's really all my notes are, uh, you know, Fort Kearney, then South Pass, then Fort Laramie, mm-hmm. then Fort Boise, then Grand Ronde, then the Blue Mountains. Whereas uh, for the widower, uh, my notes here are, uh, you know, Chimney Rock, then Independence Rock. People want to reach it before Independence Day, hence the name. 
-hmm. our widower person uh, sees somebody with her ex-husband's name, which is carved on the rock, and she becomes sad. And so that has more, uh, whatever you call it, more plot. And then Soda mm -hmm. Springs, that's where some people go south to hit California, and so uh, it's going to make it so her parents wanted to go south, but she convinces them uh, a wait to wait half a week and go south at Fort Hall instead. Basically, it's going to be a cliffhanger where it's just like, oh no, she's going to have to go away, but no, she decides to hang on for another week or so. And then Chapter 5, Fort Hall, she's about to leave with her parents, but she just can't do it. She can't leave you and never see you again. She leaves her parents and decides to continue to journey with you, and it's it's love. I don't know if this is interesting at all. Anyway, it's like that's all I have for notes. But uh, the time traveler storyline, I have actual. I actually wrote out a little bit. I don't know why I have a time traveler storyline, by the way. So, so you included all of these stories as as a pitch, or did you pick one individual story to focus on? Or, or uh, yeah, no, work? no. I, I I mean, I was just trying to say there there are like five or six different storylines I had written out mm -hmm. as possibilities for Love on the Oregon Trail. And the only one I actually wrote out was uh, the time traveler scene. I wrote, oh, sure. gosh, eight, eight to ten pages of the time traveler scene. <laughs> just three just three scenes. Just three scenes. Um, all, all of them quite brief. And so, um, you know, it, as, as my submission, I just did the first, you know, the first two scenes of the the time traveler storyline for uh, Love on the Oregon Trail. Okay. And you included a, a few other different games in your pitch, too, right? I think you were talking about that on Twitter a little bit. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I, I mean, after they'd submitted my thing, they said, okay, we'll get back to you. Uh, and uh, they got back to me much quicker than I anticipated. And they said, okay, we're inviting you to uh, write three to four pitches. Here, Here's what we want. Um, and so... I just came up with uh, this series of pitches. So, uh, I, anyway, I wrote, like, uh, uh, five pitches, and so I, I could not figure out which one to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, mad, I'm still mad about this one. Yeah, uh, so basically I asked my wife for various ideas, and she, she tried to come up with ideas like, what's a romance story that we don't really see? And she's like, okay, African princess, and... Um, a Muslim immigrant RPG. I don't know why that counts as a romance, but I guess it could have elements of romance. Uh, she wanted a mermaid story where you fall in love with a high-ranking dolphin general um, lawyer. Yeah, no. Mer mermaids, mer mermaids are the next big thing. I think that was probably a good one. Yeah, she yeah. said lawyer MM. So um, she was specifically thinking Phoenix Wright and Edgeworth, uh, a love story <laughs> along those lines. And then, uh, Priest MM, uh, Softball FF, Craft Store FF. She's like, oh, Craft Store, that sounds really good. I don't see games that take place in craft stores. Oh, no, I think, I think we're gonna have to do that one. That one sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Can the, uh, can the sexy priest fall in love with someone who works at a craft store? <laughs> I don't know. And then Queen Elizabeth, um, FF uh, as well, uh, she clarified not the current Queen Elizabeth, but the original Queen Elizabeth from the 1800s or so. The one that Elizabethan times is named after. Oh, uh, gosh. She said camp story, either either MM or FF, criminal investigation, which has been done a lot, and a YouTube star intrigue. We've been talking about YouTube intrigue, so I guess I guess that could work. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got distracted. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I didn't I didn't tell you this before, but I actually made a pitch to uh, to the, this company um, uh, a few years ago. Um, all of my all of my stories were completely rejected. They hated all of them. Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> it just I found my list of pitches. One of the one of the games I submitted was uh, a Christmas Carol, but as a fantasy story. Um, so I just want to read a bit of this description. Um, this is, the, I don't know what is going on here. Uh, in this game, you play as Scrooge, and I spelled Scrooge, S-K-R-O-O-G-E. In this game, in this game, you, I haven't read this. I have not looked at this document in like four years or so, so I don't even know what this is. In this game, you play as Scrooge, the high elf lord of the Council of Fairhaven, <laughs> ruler of all you survey, which isn't that much given your advanced age and ailing eyesight. But that's nothing a swig of dragon's blood won't cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> on the eve of that foolish tradition candle night, your former lover Marley, M-A-R apostrophe L-Y, returns from the dead with a message from the elder gods that could change your life. Or not, depending on whether you decide to heed it. <laughs> so, uh, there was there's three other stories, but that one just that, that jumped out at me. They didn't like that one for, for some for some reason. You should have put that first. <laughs> 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 yeah, what else? Uh, sci- something uh, sci-fi teen drama. Uh, something uh, sci-fi bromance I have in here. Were they looking for sci-fi? <laughs> I guess. I don't remember. I don't remember what they wanted. Uh, supernatural unromance, this one says. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's called Forever a Clone. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you submitting all these ideas? <laughs> they, I did, and they rejected all of them. That's what happened. These are all the ones I rejected, or that, that I submitted, and they didn't like. Oh, this is awful. Oh, this was a fun one. This is a romance story where uh, uh, you're part of a, an experiment. You and your your husband uh, going to the science lab, and you're you're part of a cloning experiment. Uh, and so they go through the the experiment, and then. When you wake up, you're the clone. Whoa. Yeah. So you like you've lived your whole life being the main person. You wake up and your consciousness is that of the you're the clone. So yeah, I don't know. It was kind of an interesting concept, but again, it just it didn't it didn't do anything. Gosh, well, well, you'll have to put that on the list of. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the name Forever a Clone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you you have to live your life seeing someone who is an exact duplicate of you, down to your memories and thoughts being with your husband while you're left in this like you're you're the you're suddenly the other just like in an instant you're the other in this relationship you're nothing to this person anymore when before you had been you know eternally twined with them we do i i know we've already got like a short story or short games thing but yeah we've got to turn some of these into short games (laughs) yeah well yeah anyway so yeah Yeah. that that was all i was saying was that i i uh good luck is what i'm saying good luck they they've rejected some really really amazing games Uh, these i would not say these are amazing games i just mean good luck they didn't like mine i hope they like yours yeah so i mean i submitted four um i guess each one being sort of like a different genre that um was on the list that they expected or that they wanted so i did the pride and prejudice i did uh love on the oregon trail but mm-hmm. uh, uh, the one that you were really excited was... Yeah, hashtag sexy priest. That game sounded awesome. Yeah, uh, the greatest of these is love. It's basically because <laughs> my wife said she wanted she wanted a priest love drama. And so uh, I, I just kind of wrote something, um, you know, about the year I spent. <laughs> it's basically going to be, um, you know, the year I spent, you know, in training uh, to become a priest when I was inside, you know, living inside an actual church. Not the years when I was in school. That's boring. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to read about those. Everybody wants to read about when I was actually dealing with people. It's interesting because I, I, you know, I figured I would do something like that as a, a, a mystery. I mean, that was always on my um, list of potential games was to write a game like that, but mm-hmm. maybe make it a mystery. I don't know, sort of like the the Shiva except Catholic. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um, just something, something along those lines, and I had vague ideas about you know write something based on my experience because I think it's probably kind of a unique experience. I don't think many people have you know were in training to become a priest and then, um, <laughs> you know spent got all the way to the training year and didn't actually make it through without yeah craziness happening. Yeah, I think I think people would be really interested in that story. Again, maybe that's one we could do some uh, sometime in the future. Or, I mean, if if your relationship with this company works out, maybe maybe it'll uh, go forward with them. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'll just read. Uh, let me see. The title is "The Greatest of These Is Love." It's like you're in training to become a Catholic priest when the bishop puts you on assignment at the wealthiest parish in the diocese. Is this a promotion or a punishment? As you struggle to find your footing in a life outside seminary, the world is rocked when the Pope announces he's removing mandatory celibacy for priests' rule. <laughs> Suddenly, you're getting more attention than ever before from the female parishioners. This is so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so you, this is the one you cut, right? This is the one you cut. This is the one I cut. This is the one that oh, did not I'm make so the mad. cut. The one that. Oh, I'm furious. The one that took its place was basically Sweet Valley High, except Fem Slash. Because, got to be honest, we yeah. need Sweet Valley High Fem Slash in this world. I I can't imagine there isn't oh, any yes. already. 
I guess. Well, yeah, like I, like I said, hopefully maybe uh, the next round of pitches can include this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, suddenly you're getting more attention than ever before from female parishioners, like the RCIA candidate, uh, a single mother whose child is up for baptism, your ex-girlfriend from college, and sadly the nasty old woman who thinks she is your boss. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Will you survive this pastoral year because this is your life now, for better or worse? Genre I'm so angry. Genre sexy priest man argle thump romance. <laughs> oh, this this yeah, this deserves to be made, and I think specifically it would work really well as this uh, the in, kind of interactive fiction that this company specializes in. I think it would be a really good fit, but I could also see it as a visual novel dating sim, perhaps. It could, yeah. Uh, I, mm-hmm. What genre would it fall under, though? Um. Well, what do you mean genre? Like, well, I guess, like, like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't figure out which genre to, to put it under. They had specific, I guess, subgenres that they were looking for oh, in they? the romance okay. field. And so, um, Priest Man didn't. Let's see if I can bring up the list. But I mean, that's why one of my pitches was about a mermaid. I guess it's probably the same thing as you. For, for whatever reason, people really dig, like, an alternate uh, storyline that deals with aliens or, or mermaids or vampires. They said no yeah, ghosts, no, though. I'm, I'm, no what? No ghosts. I'm like, oh. No ghosts? Why? I don't know. Oh, fine. No, like I said, I do I do think uh I think mermaids are going to be the big the hot new thing. I think that was a that was a good choice. Yeah, that was, uh, all, right. that was all my my wife's um idea there. All right. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the list now. So paranormal, LGBT, historical, sweet and erotica, is that the list you were looking at? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I guess Oh, I almost want to uh, maybe maybe sweet is it sweet? I I guess I guess yeah yeah. So I mean, I went with uh, Pride and Prejudice, uh, which is you know sweet Regency and oh, I was going to say that one's historical. That's historical, yeah. It's historical and yeah. sweet, and same with Love yeah, on the sure, Oregon sure. Trail. That's historical and sweet, and uh, yeah, Mermaid okay. One would be paranormal, and High School Drama would just be uh, wasn't wasn't like. Yeah, LGBT. LGBT. Or, yeah, that's yeah. it. So I mean, all right. So I, I can see what you're saying. So, so you were saying like the the sexy priest game doesn't really fit into any of these categories, so it makes it kind of a weaker pitch. Yeah, even than, though it uh, it, yeah. it would be so much fun. My wife certainly likes um what, what do you call it? She liked the the sexy priest pitch too, and so she <laughs> she wanted to keep that, but it was just a roll of the die. So I I threw that one. Uh, Basically, right. that was the. That was the one out of the five. They asked for four. I wrote five. Yeah. So. And you and you had done a Twitter poll too to see which one people were least interested in, and that one was tied. Tied. For least was, interested. That poll yeah. was very much. Everybody was kind of equally interested in everything except Mermaid. <laughs> Mermaid was most popular. So yeah. See, Mermaids. Next thing. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully. So have you have you sent them the the list of games yet? Yeah, I did send them. I sent them the pitch. Um, I don't think I have gotten a response. Okay. Yeah. Well, they. Um, I mean, in in my experience working with them, they usually get back to people pretty quickly. So. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So I mean, uh, like be too you long. know, when yeah. I sent them the writing sample, I was told, yeah. you know, call back in two weeks if you haven't heard anything. So, that's cool. why I was surprised when it took significantly less than fourteen days. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I mean, that's, that's basically all the, the writing news I have. Other writing news, I rewrote, um, the, the lawyer game. I sent that in. I think I yes, promised yeah, to do I just, that. Uh, I just started reading that today, actually. I hope it's okay. Um, and I didn't mess up. <laughs> uh, you, you sent in, like, ideas for names, right? I think we were changing yes. Hal Tanaka yeah. to Wirt Everly. And, <laughs> You know, I, I just did a copy replace. It's like mm-hmm. every instance of Hal to Wirt. I'm like, wait a minute, letters H A L together. No, no. Yeah. Uh, well, you have to uh, you have to do uh, capital H. I think there's a setting for that in a search and replace, at least in Word. You can tell it to pay attention to capital letters. Oh, yeah, match I didn't case. Know there that. It is. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. If you go to Control F and then uh, the put, click the more option, then match case is is high at the on the list there. There's a more option. Okay, okay, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I hope anyway, I don't yeah. have any... It's weird, because I was just going through the lawyer game itself, and um, I thought I had all the names changed, but there was one thing where I saw 
actually two places in case number one where it's A and mm-hmm. B rather than the actual characters' names. Okay. So, for example, um, the solution to the puzzle is select the post on A's timeline about XYZ, select the post on B's timeline. I really wrote A and B down rather than changing to the actual names we have for these characters now. Okay, yeah, I understand. Um, I, I did notice, um, so I've, I've started reading, like I said, I'm, uh, I'm up through the first couple pages of Case 2. I did notice that one of the characters is named Winston Payne. I didn't change Winston Payne's <laughs> name, did I? Uh, <laughs> I just, it jumped out. It's funny, actually. Um, so you're, um, the script says, uh, blah, 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 this person is the defender, or is, is the uh, prosecutor, and the defense attorney is Winston Payne, and then I just left a note that said, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think another thing uh, you suggested naming the uh, uh, Diana's character Good Always Wins, because her last name is Goodwin. I don't think yeah. her last name ever appears in the in the script. We'll have oh, to work really? it in somewhere. Oh, no. So, I mean, it's cool that somebody whose name is, yeah. like, Dinah Goodwin is, uh, you know, their screen name is Good Always Wins, but... <laughs> Uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. So it was funny. I think we uh, we talked last month about uh, the names for the script, and and you kind of put me on the spot and tried to get me to come up with some names. Mm-hmm. So uh, just I, it took me like two hours to come up with that list, and a lot of those names weren't even like that great. <laughs> so that's that that, uh, that you know, I'm not I'm not that great at naming characters either. <laughs> I you know it took me forever yeah. to come up with names. Uh, yeah. Speaking of case number two, <laughs> yeah. Fun. Uh, basically, it's a, a Legend of Zelda fanfic, but obviously yes. we can't have Legend of Zelda, and so I had to come up with new names for, like, all of the various Zelda things I can mention. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, let me see. Uh, Link is now Blink, and Ganon is Gunnin, and Osaria is Surya. And Water Temple, I changed to Water Bottle Temple. <laughs> I kind of liked that one. That kind uh, of works better. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, no, no, I think as part of, uh, you know, switching which person was the main character, because I, uh, as I said last month, I had the prosecutor mm-hmm. um, confused with the defense attorney. Um, mm-hmm. We don't actually, have, so, I mean, we only get one of their full names, and that would be the uh, the the prosecutor's full name. Something like, Anyway, Diana's mm-hmm. character, we yeah. don't have her full name. And so, yeah. Oops, so I'm no. hoping I don't make any more small mistakes, because I was going to switch the Winston Payne, but... It just did not, for whatever reason, that just slipped past me. Yeah, which is no, why you should I mean, always. I mean, I, it's possible the name I sent you was bad. I don't remember. I already forgot what it was, so maybe that's why. <laughs> it was based off his personality, and we didn't know what his personality. Oh is. yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think he has a personality. <laughs> it actually yeah. is like Winston Payne. It's just kind of squeamish and worried and he drinks a full bottle of vodka at the end or something like that (laughs) Uh, um actually speaking of personalities while i've been reading this um so um i forget if we talked about this already but i mean yeah it's an fmv game i'll be um playing the role of the judge so as i've been reading this i've been trying to kind of uh Give him a personality, yes. Well, I've been trying to, like, yeah, work out, like, what his personality might be, how I, how I would play this character. And I'm kind of, um, so let me, let me throw this at you. I was thinking of playing him as kind of, like, aloof and kind of bored. Like, he thinks he's kind of above, like, his station here. He doesn't think he should be a judge of the internet court. He thinks he should be a judge of the real court. So, I mean, he, he takes things seriously, but he, he doesn't, like, come across as someone who's putting in a ton of effort or really even wants to be there. Um, you know, he's kind of disheveled, maybe. Um, I think I'd mentioned before that I want him to be Skyping, like, from bed in his bathrobe. Like, he's putting in, like, 15%. And I think that would be kind of a good contrast to uh, the lawyers who are both, like, or all the lawyers in the game, I mean, they're, they're pretty enthusiastic. They're pretty, like, they're, they're, they're trying their all. Like, they're, you know, they're trying to find the truth. They're trying to get their person off or acquitted or whatever. And I think the judge is just like, eh, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm here. Okay. I guess the judge's, um, that could work. The judge's personality. It's kind of a contrast. Changes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say changes. Or yeah. I, I guess I invented the judge's personality partway through case number two. Cause, okay. um, 
I think that was the point where we were developing the game, and you said the judge needs to be bad at grammar. Judge who is yes. bad at grammar <laughs> is 100% a winner. And so that sort of became his dominant personality aspect. <laughs> that he's bad at grammar. Is because he spent, the case, he spent this case kind of trying to not reveal the fact that he has no idea what's going on while at the same time being incredibly confused. <laughs> well, see, maybe that's part of it. Maybe he's confused because he's not paying close enough attention, or maybe maybe he's just not great with words. Maybe that's the reason why he's stuck in internet court and doesn't get to be a real judge. <laughs> he keeps failing the judge tests. That's great. We should put that in, yeah. <laughs> or just leave a note for me to put that in. But, uh, yeah. yeah, in the final case... Um, uh, the way the final case, I couldn't figure out a good way to split up the final case. So basically, I think I did like um, 10 minutes where sort of the prosecutor is the main character, and then 10 minutes where the uh, the defense sure. attorney is the main character, and then 10 minutes where our uh, our friend the judge is sort of the main character. <laughs> and basically with the judge, it's like, oh boy, this is my opportunity not to screw up. I can finally be a hero and, and do cool things like these lawyers do rather than just the guy who sits at the bench. <laughs> Well, that could be good. I mean, maybe that that is reflective of the judge, like, slowly over the course of these cases, like, actually getting invested in his job and, and you know, discovering that, you know, he maybe he wants maybe he wants to try to be better and try to prove that he can be a good judge and that he he's deserving of, of being put in a flesh court instead of a cyber court, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So what he does is he actually messes up the first time. Oh, jeez. Of course. <laughs> uh, there was a simple ending, and then I have him do, uh, I guess, sort of the thing they've been doing in the more recent Phoenix Wright games where the character just sort of sits in place and, and thinks over the case from start to finish. Yeah, and yeah. And comes across uh, some other type of evidence. I don't know. Anyway, the judge ends up being a hero and helping them stop the bad guy, so... Um, excellent. Spoiler alert, but excellent. Spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I kind of made the judge a little bit incompetent, um, just so he could be more of a hero at the end when he actually pulls through and saves the day. That also works well for me, because I like playing dumb characters, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me see. I think I have that at the... Uh, um... I'm glad I was able to help. Not just help. I was the hero. See? Judges aren't <laughs> useless idiots. That's the, yes. literally Judge Doodle's uh, second to last line. Of, also, of, his name is Judge Doodle. And that's game. the best thing in the world. <laughs> you need to be like sketching or... Are oh. <laughs> drawing pictures instead of paying attention. <laughs> did I did I tell you I got a gavel at a at a garage sale? Yes. <laughs> I say so yeah, I didn't end up getting the the hundred tiny gavels. I got one regular human sized gavel. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking sitting in bed, bathrobe, gavel, maybe a cup of tea or coffee or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I would wear um, as a lawyer. I yeah. do know case number two. Uh, Diana specifically <laughs> requested this, um, like the original evil. Michael needs to be wearing just a, a, a suit coat that is like 10 sizes too large for him. <laughs> oh, that was my idea. Was that, that your was idea? Me. Oh, yes. she pitched it at me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I, I think, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll have to do it. Yeah. Uh, now I'll have to search my Gmail. Oh, that's fine. No, that was, <laughs> it was funny actually when I, so I, I mean, I literally, I just started uh, re reading the script uh, this morning and that was one of the, I added that as a comment right at the beginning where you said this character is Michael and I'm like wearing a suit that's eight times is too big, right? Uh, but then I deleted that comment once I got to case two and uh, yeah, he's wearing that in case two. So it all worked out. Yeah. Somebody, somebody mentioned it at some point and that's why, it, yeah. why, it, why it's there. <laughs> And it's funny, it even becomes a, becomes a plot point because that, the character is like over preparing, over dressing for uh, the case. And I think it's kind of fun that. Um, oh. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> know that point. was a plot point. I just thought. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, that was, uh, I don't know. That was like on the page I was just reading. I think it was. Um, oh, he likes being professional. That's what it is. He likes to think he's. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, I mean, I don't know. I might have to change that because I kind of uh, made his personality. He, supposed to be more of the jokester and then i had to completely write rewrite that for case number one because oh. i switched it around uh, a- anyway um do we have any other uh i guess we need to figure out a personality i i guess diana's character already has a personality she's kind of determined because um mm-hmm. you know she was banned from writing fan fiction for life and now she wants revenge <laughs> because fan fiction is very very important <laughs> 
Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, let me see. Do we have any other casting? Or I, I guess I wouldn't say casting, but, I mean, I guess it's kind of a cute detail that, you know, my mm-hmm. character's wearing the giant suit, but... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, no, like I said, I mean, I, I really, like, I haven't really been uh, thinking about this game uh, too much lately, because I'm still kind of... My main focus right now is trying to get uh, Francie Drew and Friends collection finished, and then, you know, Pizza Boys, you know, still on my agenda at the moment. So I'm thinking, I probably said this already, once Francie Drew is, like, totally done, then that's when, like, I can go all in on Internet Court yeah. and make that one of my one of my big focuses. But I am, I am at the very least, trying to uh, read through the skip, script right now and make any comments or suggestions that I have just, you know, so we don't, I don't slow the process up too much. Um, so... Yeah. Hopefully, have that ready for you in the next few days. Cool, because basically uh, the thing we need, uh, or basically the thing I need, is um, I guess sort of the ending or the final, uh, the section with the baby. I, I need to have done so I can have Katie record it, and that mm-hmm. if we could just get that set in the stone, I don't mm-hmm. care if we have well, to we change need, everything to, we else. Need to, <laughs> we need to get the script finished while your baby is still a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> So, uh, uh, let me see. Is there anything I need to do for uh, Pizza Delivery Boy? I think I was going to mention this um, last month, but I didn't. Uh, yeah. uh, um, when, when it comes to the photos, I don't know if it's just it's personally my style or something, Uh-oh. but I get a little bit nervous when um, you know the, the same picture is used for like five lines of dialogue in a row. Oh, you mean the um the the character art or the back the characters character art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um yeah, I think you you had mentioned that before, and I think um at least last time you played through and tested it, you suggested a bunch of changes, and that worked out pretty well. I yeah, think. I basically just suggested oh. changes. Sometimes uh, I feel like yeah. sometimes it was just it's like okay, I'm tired of seeing you know Olivia yeah. do her <laughs> board pose. <laughs> no, that's that's good. You should you should be telling me these things. I mean, a lot of the character poses that I put into the game are based on like. Okay, I just photoshopped like three of these dumb poses in a row. I can't do any more right now, so I'm just gonna use what I have at the moment, <laughs> and then you know I'll go back and change it later. Like yeah, I've been doing it's, that. It's, uh, I mean, I've, well, I, I mean, I haven't like checked the game in over a month. Bad mm-hmm. Michael, but <laughs> oh no, it's okay. I haven't either. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> and any no, um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was just gonna say that. Um, Half the time what I did was, I basically, I think you're at the point where we've got enough pictures or enough poses, at least for, for the main characters, that we could use them up, mm-hmm. rather than, uh, you know, me trying to go and find all the unique poses. I know there are a couple of Finley poses and a couple of uh, Doug poses, which... Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of Finley poses I still haven't used yet, I and mean, she gave me a, a lot to work with. Yeah, because I know there are yeah. some which I think were just like, uh... One time, like, haha, just kidding. Um, that's for a very specific line <laughs> yeah. a- after the two offering to set dug up lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been, as always, very, very busy the last month. So I haven't uh, gotten to dive into Pizza Boy all that much. Um, I did get some work done on Trapped in a Soap Opera. You ready for this? I made the credit screen. Yay. Yay. I, and ha- half of a save screen, and that was like yesterday. <laughs> I was wondering if I could. I, there's no like bonus screen or something like that. I I was I'll, I'll go through it again and see if I can think of something. Yeah. I was probably going to do something if we want to do like a bonus screen or you know just something to indicate hey you beat all three pathways. Oh, that's right. We had talked about that before. Yeah, we don't really have anything to uh, celebrate that. I can I can give people an achievement for it. I could do that. It could uh, unlock. Uh, oh, I guess you're right. Steam achievements. Mm-hmm. It probably. I don't know if what the legal, the legal situation would be if, uh, you know, say unlock the uh, the concept art. Or I guess it basically just like okay, here's the picture of the soap opera actor um, that you know I base the in-game character oh, picture I'm on. Pretty, I'm pretty sure we can't do that. Yeah, I don't think we can. I mean, for a variety of reasons, we don't have the rights to the the, the actor's image himself. We don't mm-hmm. have the rights to the actual photographs. Like probably. And uh, uh, it's an interesting idea, though. It was an interesting. We could, idea. We, could do, we could do a you could do a blog post where you do that if you want. The to. main character was vaguely. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. 
I mean, some of the pictures just were were directly one to one. I basically copied the actor as as much as possible, and then others I didn't. So I don't think anybody's mm-hmm. going to pick pick up on that <laughs> unless they get told. Uh, but let me see. What no, I, think I think I'll do for uh, the soap opera is just make up fake fake storylines. I guess <laughs> it's like bonus. It's like what happened afterwards on on, on the soap opera. Such and such character. Uh, if, if you want to, I broke mean, we're, up with we're, such. I don't we're know. We're pretty close to. Uh, we're pretty close to finishing these games, so I'm kind of reluctant to uh, start adding more content to it because I want to. I want to be done. I want to move on to the next thing. I know. What was so interesting was I actually when I went for a walk, I thought of ideas for. Uh, I don't know why Pizza Delivery Boy um, DLC. Oh no. Oh, no. But I'm like, would it be possible to do something without having to take any more pictures? We'll figure that out. I'm still, um, what I, I'm, did I finish chapter two? I don't know. Whatever, whatever I had finished last month is, is still pretty much what it is now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought, um, just kind of like a, a, a scene, a short scene of, um, time police character coming back and yelling at Doug. It's like, what? Something sort of like, Back to the Future, where you, you think it's over, and then somebody from the future just shows oh. up and says, <laughs> oh, no. "What did you do to mess up this timeline?" Back to the Future is different, <laughs> oh, though. That could be a, actually no. Wait, I'm kind of into it. Like kind of a like a post credits kind of like you know Marvel kind of thing, <laughs> where something just yeah. Oh, actually, I'm kind of I'm kind of on board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You should think about that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying yeah, to say I'm... it without like giving spoilers for the characters yeah, yeah, and no, things know, like that. I know what you yeah. Mean, but yeah. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of. Uh, I don't know. I'm enjoying the idea. I think the game could use a, a kind of crazy cliffhanger ending like that. I think that'd be kind of fun. It would add to the game. So, yeah. We can. Uh, we can keep thinking about that. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, I, but I. I. I do think with uh, trapped in a soap opera. I think. I think. I think that game's done. I don't think we should uh, add anything else to it at this point. It um, was just a random game I wrote, and you know, I, when I was bored in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we honestly like all I need is like a couple of weeks where I'm not like preparing for a convention or working on a gigantic proofreading contract or whatever, where I can just sit down and, and you know knock it out because it's both that and uh, who am I are really just like. I just need to make the stupid GUI. I just need to make the stupid save and load screens in the credits. And then that's and then it, yeah. It. And, like, that's really, that's, I mean, I need to test them, too. I need to, to send them out to people. And, and Francie, Drew, for that matter, I need that to get that one tested, too. But, like, we're so close. That's great. Um, I thought well, you mentioned convention, and we're, at, like, at the end of the podcast. I know. I, I, got... I had actually wanted to talk about that, um, about my experiences with, at the Smithsonian. But, uh uh, I'll, I'll just give the a brief recap. It was exciting. It was very stressful. It was long. It was very tiring, uh, and it was a blast. There you go. That's the wrap up. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, was this the convention or was it the Smithsonian thing? Uh, it, it, well, one and the same. Um, I mean, it was a convention at the Smithsonian. I have another convention coming up uh, in October. Uh, that's the retro game convention in Syracuse, but. Uh, the one at the Smithsonian was the at the Smithsonian American Art Museum. It was the Sam Arcade, and it was a, like a, basically a little convention held in a gallery inside the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was cool. It was me, um, my friends Matt and Eric, who some of you might know from Game Cola, Captain Eric uh, and Lizzo, um, were kind of my squad and hanging out with the table and making at with me and making sure my anxiety meter didn't get too high and and uh, Matt 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 specifically I he was in charge of talking to all the weird people I didn't want to talk to which I don't think is a job he enjoyed very much but he did a very good job of it I feel like that should be awkward Steve three I know dealing uh, with weird people that would be a game all in itself where somebody forces you to deal with all the weirdos that they don't want to uh, deal with. Well, that was that was what was so interesting about this. Like, I mean, the the irony of presenting a game about social anxiety at a conference like that is just is crazy. And not only that, it wasn't the only game there about social anxiety. There was like two or three other ones specifically about that. There was one that was like a platformer. There was a there was a visual novel. There was a visual novel that was also about hiding in your room because you don't want to go outside and talk to people, which I thought was incredible. Um yeah, it was it was great. I mean, and so many other games are so cool too. There was a there was a game for kids where um, you you hug a teddy bear in real life to jump, like to make your character jump. Aww. Um, 
there was a game for uh, for kids that were uh, kids with disabilities, like they they can't move their hands or you know don't have hands, I guess, where you control it by like flexing your muscles. Like it was so cool. Um, there was there was a game. Um, this guy <laughs> this guy had the best pitch I've ever heard for any indie game. Uh, I was kind of doing the rounds, seeing what all the other games were, and he approached me and said, "Do you want to play a game about hats?" <laughs> <laughs> and yes yes i did want to play a game about hats and it ended up being like it was i think it's called king of the hat and it was like a smash brothers game uh instead and you know kind of side scrolly combat game where instead of trying to jump on each other's heads you're trying to jump on each other's hats and you could throw your hats as projectiles and, and i played as a washing machine and it was incredible so that was a lot of fun it was it was it was it was a great time i'd I'd love if, like, you and I were ever on the same coast sometime to do, uh, do one of these conventions together and show off one of our games that we've made together. That would be really cool. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. It's but probably never going to happen. Uh, no, it's probably West, never going to happen. Uh, I mean, there, you <laughs> I, could it, do it, the, the mag... The cost would be pretty prohibitive. Yeah. yeah. What What is that called? I, Magfest. Magfest. Does it really have music? Is it, is it really, like, a music yeah, Oh, it thing? does, yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's this whole, like, big party atmosphere kind of thing they have going they have they have bands playing like all day hmm. or maybe not all day but they have bands playing all weekend i should say yeah yeah actually that, that would be a good one to do because half the game cola staff goes to these things goes to a magfest specifically that'd be kind of interesting but i'm on the west coast magfest yeah so yeah see that's a thing like once you factor in airfare not to mention literally anything else just airfare alone like us going to the same convention would cost more raw money, like than the stupid game would make. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Oh man, if I could go there for free, I could drive there. Yeah. As soon as we get super popular with one of these games, we can, uh, you know, we can go to GDC and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Three. Um, I think it's about time to start wrapping up. Thanks for giving me a chance to uh, talk with Smithsonian real quick. Um, like I said, it was just a wonderful experience for me, uh, and I'm and I'm. Glad I did, and very, very thankful to uh, the organizers and to my my team of uh, people that were there propping me up. Um, so that was great. Anyway, uh, I think that about does it for this month's episode. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argofump, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our latest game is the Awkward Steve Duology, an FMV game about trying to interact with your fellow humans in a normal and healthy way. Uh, our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions about game development or our game specifically, we would love to hear them. Uh, email them to podcast at oarock.com. Um, and that's it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I don't have anything else to add at this point. Thank you for all the support, everybody. Yeah, thanks so much, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. Give me a second here. The dog wants out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rover has a important campaign meeting that he needs <laughs> to attend, and so he wanted me to uh, know that.